As someone who's not... Uh, None of us look that good naked either, so... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, there's some mental images for us to start the show off with, so... Man. I meant compared to Madonna. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so everyone who's followed us or listened to the show, we appreciate it. Uh, our website, uh, the newer version of the website is still up and running, so if you want finally up <laughs> yeah. we got some feedback that maybe a few of you tried to check out our website and got that there was a security issue yeah that has since been fixed yeah the government's yeah. off our backs now so <laughs> once again i'd like to point out that it thomas like is our technical engineer our technical engineer yeah engineer is a kind word for it so. uh if our you do go technical to that, jackass <laughs> if you do go to the new website speaking of jackass like this i'm just gonna throw this out there so Last week, we had a county fair episode, and we talked about uh, David the Bullet Smith, who's a human cannonball. And right after that, Thomas is like, hey, man, I saw the uh, <laughs> poster for uh, Jackass 4. Did you guys see it? They shoot Johnny Knoxville out of a cannon. So I left, and I was, like, watching it, and it's the freaking – it's the Bullet's cannon. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So if you missed last week's episode, we were talking about county fairs and 4-H, and Brandon uh, saw – Dave the Bullet Smith, that's his name, right? Junior, yes. Junior at uh, the Vigo County Fair, and went up and talked to him. And he's a world record holder. He's been all over the place. And uh, it just so happened that the day we recorded, he released the, a new poster for the new Jackass movie. Our resident Jackass Thomas <laughs> talked about it and didn't even know it. Well, to be fair, he wasn't in the poster, uh, but yeah, so that's cool. And that's actually a nice segue, Brandon, into our main topic, because not only is Dave the Bullet Smith featured, <laughs> well, I won't say he's featured, not only is he in the new Jackass movie, but he was uh, used for the launch of a video game, right? Yeah, Sea of Thieves. Mm-hmm. He actually broke yep. a, a world record at the launch. Yeah, Xbox launched uh, their game Sea of Thieves, and it was like a promotional event, right? They're like, let's shoot this guy out of a cannon. Well, they shoot people out of game. cannons <laughs> in the video game. You can be like a human cannonball. Okay. Launch yourself from like one ship to another. It's like a pirate game where you battle other pirates and I've seen Tom play this game. <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a good segue because I've played it for about, I don't know, an hour. And Brandon, the first time I played it, Brandon was sitting. He's with not me. gonna beat anybody at it, by the way. <laughs> and I was uh trying to I don't know, rig the main sail or whatever. I was trying to lower the sail so I could actually go somewhere and I was like, This isn't working. I was like, This stupid game doesn't said, work. Hold X to operate sail. Well, and it had a little icon of what you were supposed to like tie the knot around or whatever. And Brandon said, Tom, look at the picture. Good. Now look at the ship. <laughs> it's like Brandon was an early childhood education major at that moment. It's kind of what it feels like being on this podcast sometimes. <laughs> so, uh, I ran my ship into some rocks and uh, I had to unload the water out of the bottom several times and then oh, I would get man. going again and then I'd hit something else. So yeah, it was not a pretty sight. <laughs> But uh, somebody who does know what he's doing around a ship, at least in terms of a cannon, was Dave. Was Dave the Bullet Smith uh, Junior? Brandon got mm-hmm. to talk to him last week. We talked about that, and uh, he was there at the launch of the video game Sea of Thieves in 2018. So, uh, Brandon, how do we want to kick this off? All right, we're going to do our main topic now, which is video games. We're going to start off. Tom, I want you to give me your best Mario impersonation. Tom thinks he's good at impressions. So. Okay, I'm going to have to try to make my voice sound high without, <laughs> without scaring people. Eh, the BBT show, it's so nice. Uh, that's okay, right? That no, wasn't bad. Tom, <laughs> Thank or you. Beef, what do you got? So, sounds like Fossey a little bit to me. No. Um, okay, Fossey? Fauci? 
Anthony Fauci, Fauci, whatever. (laughs) You guys know. Go ahead, Beef. (laughs) Okay, here's mine. It's me, uh, a beef from the BBT show. Everybody tune in to the BBT show every week. Grab your pizza and uh, listen. <laughs> he was a plumber. <laughs> it started off so promising and ended with, and uh, listen. <laughs> Brandon, do you have a Mario? It's me, a Mario. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Let us know who your favorite Mario was, guys. Oh. This week, later on, after the episode drops, we'll put up a thing on Facebook and ask your opinion. Weigh in. I think the winner is, it's me, Brendan. Well, uh, let's talk about like video games and what they meant to us as a kid. Yeah. Yeah, so if, we talk, if we're going to talk about whether or not you should play them as an adult, maybe a good place to start would be if, you, if whether or not you should play them as a kid. I don't right? know about you guys, but when I say 30 years ago, I always think 1970. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> shows how old we are. But uh, 30 years ago would have been 1989. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Would it? No. Somewhere around there. <laughs> 91. We're 31. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, 30 years ago is 91. Thank you, Beef. <laughs> <laughs> mental math there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's not the strong suit for me or Brandon. <laughs> yeah. Neither one of us are math majors. So, Beef, uh, what what memories do you have of playing video games as like a young kid? Because we all, we all hung out and played them as we got a little bit older, but before that, wh- what do you think of when you think of as a young... A, paint us a picture of a young Beef <laughs> playing video mm-hmm. games. Yeah, so uh, the first games I grew up playing was the... Uh, the regular Nintendo and the Super Nintendo, playing the Mario games and the Duck Hunt game where you, oh man Duck you, know, you, had, you had the light gun for it yeah <laughs> so playing those at my my grandparents' house did you have the light gun fun. for it did I have the what for it the light gun <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. You I had the brain right you... up to the TV screen too yeah <laughs> <laughs> I had the light gun we had the NES uh, so. Brandon, you and I were born in 89. Beef, you were born in 90, right? Yep, 90. Yeah, so the NES was it was like four or five years old by the time. I don't five know or the six. exact date, but somewhere around there. Rather, yeah. So I had an NES growing up, and it was all I had for a long time. Brandon, did you have like an actual Nintendo? Yeah, we had an NES. You um, did too? Yep. Um, okay. Had a, several games. Um, we actually had another cool... I don't know... There's no games like that nowadays where you have like guns and like actually aiming at the screen like... As technology's gone on, that's something that's kind of like falling away. We had one, it was like an Olympics game, and there was this mm-hmm. pad that you put down on the floor, and you would run in place on this pad. Oh, yeah. And your like, Olympic person would take off running, and you'd do like the, uh, what they call those, the hurdles, and you'd have to like jump, mm-hmm. and everything in the whole house would be shaking, and like pictures <laughs> would be falling off the walls, because <laughs> I was already an abnormally large child. I think Nintendo has come out with a lot of those attachments with their games over the years though too. Yeah, they've they've had motion controls, but like the the light gun yeah. that you mentioned actually pointing at the TV and pulling the trigger, there's a reason. It's because of this old CRT, the cathode ray tube, I think is what it stands for. The way that those TVs displayed the picture made it a lot easier to have like a light gun. And you can't really do that, I think, with a flat screen now. So yeah, Nintendo's got like huh. motion controls and stuff now, but it's not quite the same. Mm-hmm. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. So I remember playing those games. And then we got a Nintendo 64 after that, and a Super Nintendo. Uh, my f- my favorite story about being a kid and playing video games, I had a sister and two cousins, and we spent a lot of time at our grandma's house. 
and I was the oldest, so I kind of dictated what happened a lot of times. <laughs> and uh, we had this box. My grandma made it, I think. Not for the purpose that I used it for, but it was like this little wood box. It had some like fabric on it, and it became known as the shut-up box. You mentioned the shut-up box around my sister. Brandon's day. family is going to be featured in a psychology textbook one day. <laughs> uh, she'll probably cry. But uh, we would play a game, and whoever lost had to crawl underneath Grandma's bed and wear this box over their head until the next person <laughs> had lost. Being the oldest, I never lost. <laughs> so I never had to wear it. And then my cousin Chelsea was, she was old enough that she could like beat Brittany pretty handily. And then when Brittany beat Matt, I'd be like, well, he's two. It's not fair. So <laughs> basically, I would just make Brittany wear this box on her head. <laughs> so it's a like pretty the funny. sibling always had the advantage. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of unfair. <laughs> what a kind, loving brother. <laughs> Probably not as funny of a story for, for her as it is for me. <laughs> Yeah, we uh we actually last year we pulled out some old Christmas home videos and Christmas '98 is when we got our Nintendo 64 from our grandma and <laughs> my oldest brother who was quite the nerd growing up he's got his glasses and you can see him doing the like the we are not worthy bowing to my grandma <laughs> after we got it we were all so excited uh, but if I can remember going to your was cousins this J Ray <laughs> it was the oldest so. <laughs> um. If I can remember going to your cousin's house and playing like cruising uh, the world and stuff like that, and cruising the world, yeah, Golden yeah, I thought your cousin was so cool because he knew how to do a wheelie in that game. So <laughs> we all like Thomas has never been very good at video games. If you out there and thought, man, it's real easy to do a wheelie on that game. Well, you say I'm not very good, but that brings me to my next point, which is as we were a bit older and we played video games together, we had these things called Halo parties where oh, yeah. where Brandon was not very good. <laughs> yeah, Brandon's always like, I want to play Call of Duty. And everybody else is like, no. So I think that it's interesting to mention this for a couple of reasons. It's not just us talking about the glory days, but a lot of times when people think of kids playing video games, I think they imagine the perception is that it's a kid alone in a dark room playing a game by himself. It was very right? social yeah. for me. Yeah, growing up, like, all the way up and through college, I don't remember spending that much time playing a video game by myself. Even, like, as I got older, like, you know, junior high and stuff, and, like, you know, we're talking PlayStation by this point in time, like, even if I did play it, like, by myself at night, half the time I would, like, call one of my friends on the phone and, like, talk to them as I was playing because they were doing the same, like, thing. Or yeah. I'd go to school and be like, man, I did this mission on Grand Theft Auto last night. Have you done it? Or... Um, or a friend would come over and play video games. So, like, even though, even when it wasn't like a, a Halo party or something, a lot of times there was still some kind of social aspect to it. And I even remember uh, playing Halo during football two days, I think, in between practices. In yeah, all three room. of us played football, believe it or not. We were manly enough to, <laughs> to do that. Yeah. Beef, do you remember playing NCAA football against HLO during two days? Oh, boy. I remember playing, but I don't remember playing against him. Uh, you talked so much shit. You did. You ran the same <laughs> play over and over. Oh, yeah. Who was that wide receiver for Purdue? Oh, the tall guy. He Ingram. was like, you were like obsessed with him that year. A little helpful context is Beef was playing our coach, <laughs> our high school football coach in a video game. I think we were only like freshmen, right? <laughs> yeah, and they talked mad shit at each other all week long. <laughs> And Beef literally ran the same play like 47 times in a row. <laughs> and uh, Coach, Beef seems so mild-mannered now. but <laughs> Yeah, he, he, when he gets heated up, man, he was like talking mad shit. 
coach was just like laughing. He's like, damn it, like the same play again. And he was like, that's what you get. <laughs> you don't even remember that beef? Uh, I have a vague memory. Beef is just like, ah, just another day I wish I could remember that freaking guy's name that was that wide receiver. I remember playing a, a few people at that video game. Well, you were kind of like the defending champ, if I remember yeah. right. And then oh, yeah. uh, Coach thought he could beat you. And in his defense, you did run the same play over and over and over again. Uh, I did get uh, runner-up at the Clinton Walmart in the Madden championships. <laughs> I forgot year. about that. I didn't know this. I didn't even know there was such a thing. Yeah, so I, I missed a field goal in the second quarter, like a little chip shot. If I would have made it, I would have won a free Xbox. It's ironic that you missed a field goal, Beef, since you were a field goal kicker in real life. <laughs> right. I know I missed quite a few. Did second place get a prize? <laughs> Yeah, I got I got a free copy of the game, so Oh, that's it was a pretty nice good. consolation. Didn't you go? I thought you were there like watching. No, I don't remember that. I remember you telling me about oh. it. Yeah. I also went by myself, I guess. Dorian Bryant. Oh <laughs> yeah. That was who it was. The receiver. He's yeah. all all American right there. Yeah, you'd run that like little post route and then nail that guy like every time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Every time you do it, you get a touchdown. That right there. That's talent. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost like a cheat code. <laughs> skills and talent, the same play over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> then uh, into college, Beef, you and I played, I don't know how many hours of Halo 3 together. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. But again, there was always a social aspect to it, right? We were either talking to – well, actually, we were usually in person. I don't know if you ever owned an Xbox 360, but <laughs> – no. We would usually play Every online. Every weekend we'd be playing. Yeah, until late in the night. And so we could go on and on about all this, right? But I think the we all had a, we all have a lot of fond memories of playing video games when we we're younger. And a lot of it is because like Brandon mentioned the Halo parties. I mean, there'd be 16 kids in the same house playing a game and we'd be Tom's in the same house. room. Yeah. <laughs> and we'd My be My dad would have shit if I had 16 <laughs> people over. <laughs> It wasn't that many more for my parents. <laughs> Shout out to Don and Mike for allowing all of us to <laughs> do that, like, shit there for a while. It seemed like you guys had, like, 15 to 30 people over, like, every single weekend, whether it was yeah. a Halo party or a paintball party or your mom just feeding all of us. Yeah, and and it wasn't – the point wasn't always to play video games. It was that we're all going to be there to do something. And Yeah, I mean, we did a lot of stuff, yeah. but – yeah, we so, played some brutal spoons games yeah. <laughs> over your uh, kitchen table. Not brutal spooning, but the game spoons, <laughs> sort of like a card game. <laughs> In case anyone's not familiar with that, I want to clarify that. <laughs> but there's this perception. I think I feel like it's going away. But you guys, let me know what you think. It seems like for a lot of people, they think it's okay to play video games when you're younger. But then when you get to be an adult, it's something that you're supposed to put away. And I feel like that's changing. It's not the same as it used to be, but. Is it okay to still continue to play video games as you're an adult? <laughs> Obviously, all three of us do, but a big key difference Within is, reason. Yeah, not very often. Like, have you played video games this week? I have for, if you ask me how long, it would be like a total of three hours. An hour and a, one hour of that was playing with my brother online, and another hour and a half of that would be playing with my kid. <laughs> so, like, not much time by myself, you know? <laughs> what about you, Beef? Have you played any this week? I have not played any this week. I have probably not played any this month. Beef, when's the last time you played a video game? Oh, boy. 
It's funny because Brandon. Last time we played Call of Duty, yeah. whatever that was. <laughs> Brandon, you call me a tight ass, but Beef is like the the tight ass extraordinaire when it comes to video games. <laughs> he, oh yeah. He bought Still a PS. On the third generation. Yeah, he bought a PS3 halfway through the generation of the PS4, and I did too. But <laughs> we were playing Call of Duty, the original Black Ops, which for people who don't know, that game's what like ten or fifteen years old. <laughs> it's getting up there. Yeah, we we were just playing. Yeah, last year. Yeah. Yeah, playing that online together. So, Beef, you haven't even touched a video game in, what, six months? It Yeah, it's been a while. I mean, I still open up my PS3 to play Netflix and stuff like that, but <laughs> no video games on it. Even on your new smart TV, you still use your PS3? Tom, do you remember when I bought the PlayStation 4? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, when PlayStation 4 PlayStation. came out, you had to, like, buy it pre-sale. And... Mm-hmm. I called them and was like, I want one. And they're like, well, you should have asked like six months ago. <laughs> you should have a look. They're like, we'll have like three of them that are unspoken for. And if you want to wait in line, you might get one. So I called Tom and I was like, let's go. So somehow these people had been waiting there since like noon. Like there were people <laughs> with lawn chairs like camped out and everything. This was a Best Buy, right? Yeah, it was a Best Buy. Me and Tom walk up at like 11.59. They're going <laughs> to open the door at midnight. I wasn't getting there early. I was like, if we get one, we get one. So we walk up and everybody like this guy like goes to unlock this door and everybody like freaking pushes up against it like the herd of bulls getting ready to run. And me and Tom were just like kind of standing at the back like if it happens, it happens. And the dude opens up the door on our side <laughs> and i was the first person in Terre Haute on a playstation 4 like <laughs> all these people were pissed because they like pre-ordered and stuff that's what you get for being patient this kid was like what's their problem yeah <laughs> the kid working there <laughs> so we literally were the first people at the counter to pay for one so yeah it was cool. cool and that's one of the things about video games is it's like when something happens it's an event right when we were kids and a new video game would come out, it would be an event and we would all be talking about it the next day. Even if you didn't know the console or whatever, you just wanted to know what was going on. And I think that's something that's carried over for us as adults. Like Brandon and I didn't know, I think that was seven years ago, Brandon. We didn't know seven years ago that we'd be doing a podcast talking about it one day. <laughs> We've just kind of no, no. <laughs> done this stuff together and been there. It's it's cool to, been, to be able to do that stuff in person and to just... Even if you're not like I had no intention of buying one, but I wanted to be there. It's just something that's neat. I don't know why. I can't rationalize it. <laughs> My wife doesn't understand it, but <laughs> but it was fun. Yeah, it's fun, and, and yeah, I think I'll probably remember that story till I'm dead. So <laughs> that's the yeah. cool thing about this podcast too is this is not like we are new friends. Like we've yeah. been doing dumb shit together all three of us since we were about six years old. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think Beef, you and I have probably, I don't know how many hours of video games we've played together, but quite a lot. I don't many consider, thousands. I don't consider time wasted though. Like Brandon, you mentioned the social aspect, like video games are almost yeah. like the new, I don't want to call it gentleman's club. That's not the right word for it. But like, <laughs> instead of going out to the bar and hanging out and talking, like guys will just play video games now and cool. it doesn't really matter what game you're playing. You just want to sit there and talk and hang out. Like Beef being out in Hawaii, like, you know, if you go back to tell Three of us when we were 10 years old that Tom could sit in his living room and I can sit in mine and Beef can be in Hawaii in his living room and we can real time play a video game together and talk to each other. Like, mm-hmm. like that's pretty cool. Um, I worked at a factory for two years and all the guys out there played Call of Duty. And uh, on our days off, we'd all log in and play together. And Was that the one on your phone? 
No, that's another story. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so oh, we would play that. Call yeah. of Duty Mobile at lunchtime. And uh, one of the kids had like a controller thing for his phone. And uh, it like clipped on it and stuff. And it was pretty cool. And he had an extra one. And he let me try it. Well, then I saw that there was this one that you could like plug into your phone. I was like, hey, it was like an actual PlayStation <laughs> controller, basically. Actually, it was Xbox setup, which yeah. took a minute for me to get used to. But they were like a couple hundred dollars, and I was like, eh, I'm not paying that. It's not bad. Well, so Walmart had one on sale for $85, and I was like, that I can do. So I told Ashley, I was like, we got to (laughs) go. She's like, where are we going? I said, Walmart, I got that video game controller for 85 bucks. So we get there, and I buy it, and get in the car, and I was like, you're driving. So I have to get this (laughs) set up for work tomorrow. (laughs) And I'm trying to get it to work, and I had an iPhone 6 at the time. Um, and it wouldn't work. And I was like, Ooh. oh, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to buy a new $1,400 cell phone <laughs> so that I can use my $85 video game controller to play this game. <laughs> so That's the next one day. one way to fix the problem. Yep, yep. So the next day I did just that and went and bought a new iPhone 12 Max XR Pro or whatever the heck it's called. <laughs> and uh, come home and I had to go to work at night. So I go to work and I get off. It's like, six o'clock in the morning my girlfriend gets up she's getting in the shower i get my headphones on because we'd play after work when we got home i get my headphones on i've got my little power bank thing with my phone plugged into it my cords running across my chest i got studio style headphones on i got a light propped up so i can see what i'm doing all my pillows arranged so i'm in perfect playing position and she comes out the shower and she's like what in the actual shit is this she was like are you being real right now and i was like Oh, yeah, baby. Like, I can't talk. It's about to get serious. <laughs> That's the thing. It's it's hard to look cool playing video games. Oh, it? <laughs> I don't think it's possible. Nintendo somehow does it with their commercials. I don't know if you guys have seen the commercials for the Switch, but they find, like, the most attractive, diverse group of young people ever. And they're, like, at a swanky rooftop party in, Ma- in like, Manhattan. And this girl's like, hey, you want to play the Switch? And they're like, let's all play video games. <laughs> it's ridiculous. And people know it's ridiculous. Oh. But What's Talking your favorite? social aspect, there's, there's a bar here in Honolulu that was a video game bar. But it, it got closed during COVID and never reopened. Oh. There's a new one here in Terre Haute, too. It's called Barbotics. Yeah. And it's like uh, it's arcade hmm. games, not video games. I guess it's an arcade mm-hmm. game, a video game. Yes, yeah, this one had the you know PS fives, the Xboxes, the Switches, and all that stuff. So kind of like Mario e-bash Kart. for adults. Yeah. Yeah. Did you yeah. Ever exactly. Go? Yeah, I went uh, two times and played games there. Was it fun? Played some Madden, some N- NBA. Oh yeah. So do you like go fun. with a group of people or do you like go and like play against other people or how's it work? Yeah, you can do both, but I think most people go with like a group of their friends and play, you know, Mario Mario Party or Mario Kart together or NBA Ooh. or Madden. That was always a fun game too, Mario Party back in the day, like Oh yeah. Did you guys ever play that? I actually didn't. Mm-hmm. Oh man, we should oh, you missed I'm out. one of the few people that had an N sixty four that didn't have Mario. Man, Party. we should get that game and like play it on the BBT show. <laughs> yeah. They're still making new ones. Are they really? They are, yeah. 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 For the Switch, yeah. That's one of my like I would buy a Switch to play that game. Well, they're actually they're taking some from the Mario Party sixty four version and they're redoing them for the Switch, like the actual same games. So I didn't but have I, that. I'd rather play Mario Kart though, I think. Yeah. I 
Mm, tough. I like <laughs> My family was a little bit special in terms of video games because we did have an N64, but we didn't have Mario Party, and we didn't have Mario Kart. We had Diddy Kong Racing instead, which was still a fantastic game, but most people, when I talked to them about it, they're like, uh, what? What's your favorite all-time video game beef? Ooh, all-time. Ah, it's got to be Black Ops since we played so much. No, no, no. Halo, Halo, Halo. It's Halo. Tom, what's your favorite video game of all time? Uh, I feel like I have to say Halo just because of all the memories with Beef. But if I can cheat just a little bit and say like like a single-player game that you can't play with anybody else, I'm going to say Zelda Ocarina of Time. <laughs> <laughs> Some nerd shit right there. <laughs> I do braid it. <laughs> yeah, I do braid it. wasn't going to agree. And then Breath of the Wild. Man, I think Breath of the Wild might actually be my favorite video game of all time. And that's one that <laughs> I just played last year. What about you, Brandon? I got a couple. I'm going back in time to for my probably my all time favorite video game was PlayStation Two. Oh man, there's a couple. ATV Off Road Fury, the original. <laughs> this is a very Brandon answer. Oh, oh man, <laughs> this, this was a freaking badass game. And one of the things I liked about it was all those games at that time. Like it would be like you'd pick out your four or your dirt bike, and it would be like the Blue Mojave Twenty Five, like not even a real thing. And it had like legitimate like. The Yamaha Banshee and the Blaster and the... Like actual real-life yeah, name brand. Actual real-life name stuff. So that was a good one. Uh, uh, Siphon Filler, though. Oh, the stealth game. Yeah, do you guys remember that? I didn't play it, but I remember it. Oh, man, that was a good game. That was a real good game. <laughs> I thought it was going to be like NASCAR 98 or something. <laughs> I did enjoy NASCAR 98. Speaking of, speaking of 98, uh, Madden 98, did you guys remember Madden 98? I remember... Madden's from that area, yeah. Dude, the song from that game was like badass. Yeah, they they had one just for the game, right? Yeah, it was like, uh, when you come on the field, you're going to get hurt. Going to put your face in the dirt. <laughs> Brandon's like, this is sheer poetry. Oh, man, it was, it, but it was like a jam. Yeah. Got your blood flowing. We had Madden on the 64, but Blitz was an awesome Madden football game. Put your face in the dirt. Blitz was awesome because it like mixed uh, football and wrestling. Are you gonna play that? This is it. It's ludicrous. I didn't even realize that. I like how he says, uh, put on a skirt if you don't want to get hurt. <laughs> I didn't realize how far off I was on the, for the lyrics, but <laughs> dude, I would get hyped for that. Yeah, I, I can see there that. There were one. like a lot of songs in video games that like, that I remember. Um, Dave Mayer of BMX had a sublime song. I don't even know the name of it. It was like the only song like that they had. Everything else was kind of a different vibe from them, but it was like early in the morning, rising to a beat. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. You know what it's called? No. <laughs> Tony Hawk had. Uh, I think love, love in is what I got. Yep, that's right. Yep, something like that. Beef knows the human jukebox. <laughs> uh, 
Tony Hawk, Beef, you mentioned this before too. The Tony Hawk mm-hmm. Pro Skater series had like an iconic soundtrack. A bunch of ska, yeah, the uh, first one did. Yeah, yeah, a bunch of ska music. Uh, Goldfinger and I don't know who else was on there, but a lot of them. Mm-hmm. What was it? Oh, yeah. Tony Hawk, the original Tony Hawk. I think so. Yeah, I'm trying the to the first what, one. I'm trying to remember what was on that Tony Hawk Pro Skater. That was on oh. Nintendo, right? The original and PlayStation, N sixty four and PlayStation one. I think I had it for uh, for Nintendo, if I remember right. It was on the N64. Okay, here we go. The Ernie's. The, v- the Vandals. Yep, the Ernie's. Um, here and Now. Dead Kennedy's Police Truck. Primus. Jerry was a race car driver. That is a song that I have grown to love as an adult. That is. Yeah. I, I, I played it for Tom a while back. I didn't remember that being on there. Man, I don't remember any of these songs. I think if you heard them, though, you'd yeah, remember you them. Would. But yeah, that's something else I hadn't thought about was like some of the music. You could play some of those like clips from them games that I haven't played in 20 years, and I'd be like, know exactly what. Like Cruising USA. Yeah. I don't really remember how it went, but I remember like kind of like tires squealing and Cruising USA. Yeah. And, then and if I the, heard that now, I'd be like. It would put an image in your brain, too, right? Yeah. Yeah, and that's it's cool because the soundtracks for those games it, it like brought them into like this cultural thing, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it made it more than just a game. It made it um just it, I think it kind of helped people realize that it was its own form of entertainment. Uh if I could get back to uh the image of your girlfriend walking in the room and seeing you with your phone and your controller and your headset and your get up and all that <laughs> and being perplexed as to why she was in a relationship with you <laughs> um I, this idea of what women want when it comes to video games it's something that it's not i haven't had to worry what any women think other than one woman for the last 10 years so <laughs> for the last ever yeah and when i asked my wife about video games she's always said the same thing it's pretty much like you know as long as you don't let it get in the way of other responsibilities or you know, let it basically become more of a priority than me or the kids or something, then she doesn't really care. I'm like, are you now, sure? Tom, don't be playing those video games too much. It's going to hurt your eyes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was his grandma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what my wife sounds like, so in case you guys don't know. <laughs> um, because sometimes I'll, I get really self-conscious. I'll be playing a video game, and I'm like, if I could see myself right now, or like, what if uh, right before I die, when my life flashes before my eyes, I'm gonna see how many hours I spent here holding the controller? <laughs> Am I gonna regret it? But my wife is like, she doesn't. She says she doesn't care as long as it's within reason. But Brandon, you kind of took an informal survey this week, right, with some of your coworkers? Well, just any female that I happen to talk to. Oh, okay. I I asked some women who I talked to of all different ages what they thought about you know guys playing video games. If it was a turn on, if it was a turn off. If they played video games themselves. Um, most of them said they didn't care if their guys played video games as long as they did it in moderation like anything else. Um, I know for my girlfriend, she kind of enjoys it once in a while when I play a video game because it means that I'm in the other room and not with her. Gives her some alone yeah, time. Gives her some alone time <laughs> to do whatever the heck she wants to do. Um, so I think most girls don't actually mind it. I <laughs> if If, you know... You play like we do, and yeah, play once in a while. If, 
very sporadically. I knew a girl who you're, you're playing like, every wouldn't night allow her boyfriend to have a video game system because um, that's all he wanted to do. So Constantly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right out of high school, I was friends with this girl who was dating this guy, and she was just like jabbering on and on about the relationship. <laughs> and she said that she was talking, complaining about how much she wanted to play Call of Duty. And uh, <laughs> she said, I think he would rather play Call of Duty than spend time with me. And I didn't say it, but I was thinking. So well, would I. <laughs> yeah, it probably is more fun to play Call of Duty. If this is what you do all day, if you just kind of badger him. If I see day. Call of Duty, I'm out of this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> see ya. <laughs> but I think what she was saying is like, I've seen like, because uh, it's something I've always been interested in. I don't, I don't care what women think other than <laughs> my wife. I'm not worried about that. But I, I just do think it's interesting women and other people how they perceive video some games. girls play video games yeah and it's becoming a lot more popular among everybody but including girls i too. feel like girls like like a guy can play video games and he can be like any kind of guy like mm-hmm. there's no like stereotype i mean there's the weirdos that like play certain games and wear diapers so they can stay in their basement and play for 24 oh, hours yeah. a day the and <laughs> there's that kind of guy but then there's like the completely normal guy that like goes home plays call of duty mm. with the boys well, Tom home, plays that he owns it saturday and drinks a couple beers and it's kind of an escape for him yeah when girls play oh. video games they're almost <laughs> We've always talked about slightly nerdy and like i feel like they're always into like pokemon yeah. or like <laughs> yeah zelda kind of the same stuff tom is Oh, I was going to say the oh, girls yeah. who walk into like a comic book store and all the guys are Yeah, like, like Animal Crossing <laughs> is. I don't even know what Animal Crossing is, but I think it's played by girls. It's a girl game, I think. It's very popular. I might be wrong. No, I. You play <laughs> Animal Crossing? No. I own a Switch, but I don't. Beef. <laughs> I don't have Animal Crossing. Beef and I joked one week about. Yeah, we've joked what, about what it. How it seems like this? a homeowner simulator game. Because if so, you were the first person with testosterone, oh. but I know the plays this oh, game. There's a lot of guys that play Animal Crossing. They would probably be very offended. It's huh. it's sold like 65 million copies or something like that. And you know, it's not all. <laughs> it's not 65 that million. Takes some skill. <laughs> um, about my wife, uh, did you guys know that she has 100%, not just beat a video game, but recently she 100% like did everything possible within a video game? <laughs> Did everything possible? Yeah. What was, game was that? Lego Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> My wife doesn't play video games very often, but we are listening to the Harry Potter audio That's kind of right what now. I'm talking about, though. Like, <laughs> that's slightly a nerdy game. And then, like, it's always like a like a simulation-style game, too. Like Usually, yeah. Animal Crossing, the Harry Potter, uh, Sims. Uh, <laughs> she, she, it was really funny yeah. because... She just picked it up and started playing it, and she. It was funny because she almost never plays video games. She played Tetris and Mario Kart with me. How but does she have time to do that while making muffins for the? <laughs> yeah, the uh, the muffin witch. Well, as, as the king, you know, I think it's important for the people in this castle to have some uh, leisure time to have some muffins. That's right. So, so she uh, she started playing Lego Harry Potter, and she just got lost in it. I mean, she didn't like. She didn't deny the kids or anything like that, but. Her free time for a certain period was devoted to this. When She's she got, a really big Harry Potter fan too, right? Yeah, yeah. And she she worked at the Harry Potter Wizarding World when it opened in Orlando, and she read all the books when she was younger, and she's seen I'm, all the movies. I'm not a Harry Potter nerd like you guys, so or Brandon, I should say. And uh, we're listening to the audiobooks now, so it was a good time for her to get into that. 
But like it was funny because she never really cared about video games, but she didn't just beat the game. She had to find like every single Lego block. Just call <laughs> she Hogwarts, was, I she guess. was going up and down Diagon Alley <laughs> many times. Looking it's for Diagon everything. Alley, Tom. That's what you say. Is that how they say it in the movies? Yeah, correct. Uh, okay. He's very confident over there. <laughs> what did you say? Diagonal Alley? I said Diagon Alley. Let's find out. I've also been to Diagon Alley. Well, if you say it like Diagon Alley, then it's like the word diagonal, which I think is the pun. You're the English teacher. <laughs> It'd be really funny if I was like, hey, dumbass, and then I was wrong. Diagon Alley it is. That's why I'm looking, because... Diagon Alley! Brandon's right. At least that's how Ron Weasley says it. According to Brandon and Ron Weasley, it's a Diagon Alley. All right, well, Tom will rest his... <laughs> Tom will see the point, Diagon I Diagon Alley. I said it like Tom. <laughs> I uh, I thought it was a pun like diagonal, so I said Diagon Alley. Maybe someday we'll have J.K. Rowling on the show and she can tell us for sure. It'd <laughs> be pretty cool. So, yeah, so... uh <laughs> it was funny to watch my wife get obsessed with a video game for a short period of time and she hasn't played a game since then so i think that was maybe a special experience oh we did play a game together but that wasn't nearly as long so beef that was the the food one right that you talked about on the dance oh yeah show. we played that for a little bit yeah it was a disaster i pretty much ruined everything as you would expect in the kitchen so <laughs> the muffin winch felt right at home but it was a little out of my element beef uh since you got married uh, with your day job and everything, you just haven't really touched a video game much, have you? Oh no, not haven't really had too much time. Just you know, between work and married life and everything, you know. So your your wife hasn't really time. your wife hasn't really had a, a reason to voice her opinion on it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no complaints. Or maybe she did. She took his video out. game privileges away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So now let's talk about something that I've been wanting to talk about, which is how far oh, yeah. video games have come. You know, as far as graphics and, you know, controls and everything gone. You you guys remember, like, back in the day, we were like, he said that kind of this Madden game looks? <laughs> yeah. When, when how you realistic. Could, like, how realistic <laughs> yeah. we thought it looked. Yeah. And now I think we, we got used, games and playing in 8K now. I think we used our imagination to fill in the gaps back then. <laughs> <laughs> It's funny you say that, Beef. I, I remember like playing one of those Madden 2000s or something like that and like going to get my mom back. Mom, come look at how real it is. I think I can see like the hairs on their arm. And then like I play one of those games now and I'm like, do they have arms? <laughs> like, what I thought was like realistic back then compared to now is like. Yeah, the the improvements in technology and especially graphics is pretty astounding. Mm-hmm. Um, I think one thing that they're actually starting to get better at now for a long time, everything looked very realistic except for like the person's faces, specifically their eyeballs. I feel like for a long time, everything looked really good, but they had like these fish eyes. And so you'd have like this ultra realistic person and then they would turn and look at you and you got like these big googly eyes kind of bouncing around <laughs> looking at you. And then when they talked, it was weird. But you talk about the improvements in technology. The thing that is really interesting to me about video games is it's sort of like the tech industry. You've got a bunch of really smart people dedicating their professional lives to this. And it's seen by some as kind of like a throwaway hobby, but uh, the technology is getting better every day because so many smart people are trying to make these games better, right? And so it's just amazing mm-hmm. to follow this technology and watch it improve. You were talking about the faces. Yeah. One of the things I remember from some of the earlier games is even as like, I played a lot of sports games. I basically play sports games, racing games, and Call of Duty. Um, and Brandon's kind I of a bro. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um <laughs> 
one of the like things I remember is like as graphics got good on like you know boxing games, uh, the UFC games, basketball, baseball, those games was like what was happening on the field or in the ring looked pretty good, but like everything around it, like on the sidelines or like all the fans, there'd be like mm-hmm. seven fans that they like repopulated <laughs> for know, everybody forty seven thousand <laughs> times or. Like the people in the ring would look completely real, and then like, and be like three D and everything, and then all the fans are like one D. Yeah, and it was like, do they just think we don't notice? Or <laughs> yeah, it's funny to think about that. Like, if you had tried to, if they had made those fans, the the chipboard would have just melted, and so <laughs> maybe that was it. It was all the processing power they had. Yeah, it, it couldn't have kept up mm-hmm. if it wanted to. Beef, was there any, like, big technical things that you, you had you wanted to talk about? Yeah, so the the one thing I'm most excited about is uh, VR. You guys familiar oh, yeah. with VR? <laughs> yes, Beef, we're familiar. Yeah. <laughs> I want to be able to play, like, VR and, like, Halo or Call of Duty or in the in the baseball or Madden. I want to be it's able coming. to play VR like that. That's what I'm looking most forward to. So... My mom got an Oculus. I don't have you guys seen those? Yeah. There's mm-hmm. a poker playing game on there. I love to play poker. The cool in real thing life. About, in real <laughs> life. Um, the cool thing about this is you put on this pair of goggles and you're like sitting at the poker table. So you've got a controller in each hand and as you like reach out, you like can pick your cards up and look at them. You can see like people sitting across from you and like as you move your head, your goggles move. So like, the person across from you's head movement is like it would be if they were actually sitting across from you. Their hands are oh, doing yeah. what they would actually be doing. So it's like as close to playing poker with someone across the world as you can. Yeah. So I start oh. playing, and people are like smoking fake cigarettes on here. They're like <laughs> drinking fake beers. And I'm like, these people are idiots. Like <laughs> completely lost in this. Look at this shit. <laughs> I'm just going to like practice playing cards because I was getting ready to play a card tournament later that week six hours goes by (laughs) my family was all gone i sat with these damn goggles on for six hours and i (laughs) think i drank a 24 pack of beer and smoked three packs of cigarettes (laughs) you freaking lose your mind in this stuff like like it can i was like i cannot believe that people get lost in this and then like it happened to me yeah and just like that (laughs) yeah just like that and like I'm eating snacks on there that aren't real, and it's like, and right now they're saying that VR is like at the Atari level of what it could become, hmm. mm-hmm. and it's yeah. already able to like drag you into that, immerse you. Yeah, like my mom did this one where you have to walk on this tightrope thing, and you go up like the 80th story of this building, and I thought she was gonna piss her pants. <laughs> <laughs> she was like. I can't do it. I can't do it. My dad's like pushing her from the back. She's got her hands like out trying to like put them up against like an imaginary wall. So I grabbed her hands and like tried to drag her across the room and her legs gave out. (laughs) And and this is like, like I said, like it, when you put it on, you're like, it doesn't even look that real. But the fact that you can't see anything else, it literally takes about four and a half minutes before like it feels real. I guess like you're in a dream, right? Because dreams aren't totally realistic all the time, right? Yeah, I mean, but if you're in the dream, <laughs> you can clearly tell this is not real. But it, you kind of feel things because of it, because it completely disorients you. 
you can move around as you would. Um, you can't see anything else except for what, what yeah. you're seeing in the goggles. Yeah. Yeah. You talking about that, the way your family interacted with each other and laugh and stuff like that reminds me of the Wii, the Nintendo Wii when it came out. Yes, yes. And like there's these things, there's these experiences and these stories that you have only because of video games, right? Like it's not just sitting there pushing buttons on a keyboard or on a controller. Like some of these games you get up and move and the way that you interact with the story <laughs> and with other people. The that, Wii board. Yeah, the I Wii Fit board. Brandon yeah. trying yeah. to putt the, in the golf game. And we golf. You, you remember that? Yeah, and he couldn't couldn't get it. The putt it took like <laughs> ten. Minutes. I don't remember this. What what happened? What happened? Yeah. I I, I remember you were wearing your brand new Derek Jeter jersey. I remember the <laughs> the cat got uh, caught oh, in your yeah. Derek Jeter jersey. Was this at Alex's house? Out. Yep. <laughs> Down in the basement, right? Um, not in, no. the, in the living room, I think. <clears throat> I remember the cat in the Derek Jeter jersey. Yeah, <laughs> I don't remember the putting. But go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so you stepped up and you, oh, you're you're doing the thing where you went to swing the putter and like you missed the ball or something, and I think it took you like five putts to finally get it in the hole. Was this on the Wii or the Xbox was this, Connect? Yeah, on the. Oh no, that yeah, that was on the Connect. Yeah, Xbox okay. Connect. Was it on Connect or was it at a golf course? Because. <laughs> <laughs> Did Brandon drive his virtual golf cart onto the golf green and lift skid marks because he did that? That never happened. <laughs> yeah, no, that it was a that was a whole nother lifetime ago. Yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, these stories and like, it's just because of video games, and it's just it's an endless source of fascination to me to think about. I've got videos on my phone of uh, my cousin Chelsea playing. I think it was downhill skiing on the Wii. She, like, fell off the board a couple times, and, like, this literally was, like, 10 years ago, and I've had, like, four phones since then, and I just keep putting them on there because they crack me up, and, like, once every two years, I send it to her, and I'm like, remember this? (laughs) 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 One of our uh, mutual friends who will remain nameless, uh, talking about the Wii, uh, in the baseball game, you would hold the Wii mode up, and you would, like, jerk your arm down real quick in the throwing motion, and he got so into it, and he threw so hard that, like on the way back, like he whipped his hand down and then it naturally came back and he hit himself right in the eye and gave himself a black eye and he just laid there sprawled on my living room floor for a while. Who is this? <laughs> it was the guy whose house he ran <laughs> for the other story. Okay, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Beef, when you talk about like the improvement in technology, like video games have always had stories. Like even since the the first arcade games and the NES when your job was to res- rescue... um princess peach like i know that we don't really get into the single player stories that much other than me with zelda but like the oh, story I well i know that if you play a game you like to get into the story right mm-hmm. but i mean like we don't typically play as much single player games as other people do who play video games the improvement in technology is like it's this marriage of science and technology and art and it allows you to be pulled in even further like now that we're adults, <laughs> like our imagination can't fill in the gap quite as much. But like Brandon, when we were playing that Sea of Thieves game, even though it's kind of a cartoony looking game, everything's so consistent, and the way you interact with the world, it it pulls you in. Well, like you said, I mean, there's really smart people out there putting this stuff together. And you know, when we were kids, there was like they put a cool game out and then they slapped a dope soundtrack on it, and that was it. And now all that stuff's like thought about try to like incorporate things that are current 15 years ago you bought a video game and you had the video game now there's downloadable content every couple weeks 
the last time I played Call of Duty, which has been in a minute ago, they had like this '80s hero thing, and they had a, <laughs> yeah, they had a Die Hard and Rambo on there, and you could like uh, purchase those characters, and they had like '80s <laughs> theme music, so they're always like doing new things to pull you in. Um, they can change the soundtracks and stuff up to like be more current, and I mean they're really taking time to. Th- these people want you to like get stuck in this, and there's people that literally their job is to figure out how to keep you from. Oh, it's like the social media or yeah. the the app companies, right? Yeah, you got Fortnite, who's always you know catering to like the TikTokers and all that. You know, with all the dances they put on there. Yeah, yeah, the industry itself is so interesting. And talking about Brandon, you're talking about how it changed from how it used to be. Like, yeah, you bought vast. a video game. You bought a video game like on a disc or a cartridge, and that was it forever. <laughs> and now it's like you download a video game, or even if you buy it at the store, the assumption is that there's going to be updates for it at the very least. And then, like you mm-hmm. said, the goal is to get you to spend more time and money in it for pretty much however much you're willing to put in, they'll happily take that. Well, if you look at like the Grand Theft Auto franchise, PlayStation 3 had five Grand Theft Autos, I think. Grand Theft Auto Five has had one PlayStation or three PlayStation, three PlayStations. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, it's literally been out for like ten years, and they're still releasing. There's probably something that got released today for that. Well, yeah, and some people like to go in there and they like live a second life in there. <laughs> yeah, uh, I was it's telling these like guys now. Yeah, I, I was telling Tom and Beef about it before I started. I, I can't remember the guy's channel for whatever, but it was like Sheriff jackass or something like that and he like goes and steals a cop car and then he sits and like waits on speeders to go by he wears like a a cowboy hat like the uh roscoe p coltrane from the dukes of hazard and he's got this like fake squad car around him and he's like and then like people go speeding by and he like tries to go arrest them <laughs> and then you got people like getting there and they like pump out their cars and they get together and have like car meets and like all virtual. it's literally like it's own <laughs> own world and that's where some guys might i not every guy who does that but some guys spend a lot of time <laughs> playing these games yeah. right if, if you're in your 30s and you're not a professional gamer spending that much time then maybe it's a little too much i got something that i got don't know if you guys know about me in video games i was globally ranked on a online play on a video game at one time was it Call of Duty what? Mobile? Was not. <laughs> hmm. Was it a bass fishing game? <laughs> <laughs> no, it was not. That wasn't one of those ATV racing games you were playing. Nope. Still not got it. It was a UFC game. I cannot remember which one it was. If it was huh. UFC one or UFC two, but uh, my stand-up was relentless. My ground game was atrocious, and I was able. I had like. I don't know, 300 and some knockouts. And then one guy took me down and submitted me in like four seconds. And I went from like this undefeated record and being like way up to list to like, and it would show. So Mm. when you played somebody, it would say like, they're really good at striking. Um, And I was always able to like stop people from taking me down. So it said I was like really good at striking and had great takedown defense. Well, once I got taken down and submitted, it said weak ground game. <laughs> and everybody took me down, and I got beat like the next 45 matches in a row. And then that was the beginning of the that end. That was the beginning of the end. That of playing that, that game. I'd play with my cousin Matt, and he was really good on the ground. And uh, I would get so pissed because 
he would take me down and then he would like toy with me and he'd be like, you, you want to play another five minutes or you just want me to beat you? <laughs> <laughs> but I was like top level on and, the stand up. And knowing Brandon, I'm betting that before you got beat and you were globally ranked, you were thinking thoughts of, man, I might be able to do this professionally. <laughs> no, I, I knew I wasn't that good. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> I just thought maybe you were. I did play a lot. You had aspirations for a little bit. Well, so Brandon, you didn't quite uh, make it to your aspirations of being a professional gamer, but no, um, no. <laughs> but some of these guys playing eight hours a day that aren't professional gamers, you know, maybe they should be spending their time elsewhere. That that seems like a little too much to me, especially if you're in your thirties. What do you guys think? Well, I guess my thoughts are there's only 24 hours in a day. If you're playing eight hours of video games, you're probably not a person that runs on four or five hours of sleep. So, do you have a job? Do you have a jobby job? <laughs> or is a or is your living coming out of a part of my jobby job? <laughs> <laughs> or are you living with your parents or a significant other who <laughs> you're depending on them or something like Grandma's that? Grandma's basement. So, in my opinion, yeah, play some video games if you want to. I know for me it's nice to kind of unplug once in a while, see who's online. I might talk to somebody I haven't talked to in a while while I'm doing it. Um, I think it kind of hones your motor skills a little bit too um hand eye mm-hmm. coordination and stuff i read that people that play video games driving games are better drivers in real life um <laughs> brandon <laughs> as a guy with a very fast sports car says that <laughs> um i always follow the speed limits and all that in that sports car mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 But, uh, yeah, I I like playing video games. I'm going to continue to play video games. Like I said, I haven't played any this month. Um, when a new game comes out, I might play a few hours every night till it kind of wears off. But for me, there was a lot of memories of, you know, going to Tom's house and, and playing. I remember playing with my dad some when I was a little kid, and we would always play uh, Tomb Raider. Well, dad would play, and me and my sister would watch. Um, <laughs> yeah. I would get him to play wrestling games, and I'd tell him, like, be his punch dad that's all you need to know <laughs> and then like i'd whoop his ass and he'd be like, how did you do that <laughs> i don't know dad this how you just push buttons <laughs> so there's a lot of fond memories for me you know uh it's changed so much from you know getting able to log in and play online with people across the world to playing with your little cousin in the bedroom and having a sheet taped halfway across the screen so that you know he couldn't see what you were looking at because couldn't cheat right i know my little cousin he he was a screen looker. <laughs> He'd be cheating all he could. So, and now behind me is an eighty-inch projector screen. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I squint and I'm like, "Can I see that?" And when back in the day, like Brandon talked about, my fourth of the screen was about nine inches diagonally. <laughs> so, uh, what's your take, Tom? Yeah. So we started off the main topic by saying like all of us play video games, but the main thing is we don't play them very often. And even if you play them often, I think it's fine. It's just like, I think, Brandon, like you're saying, like, it has to be a healthy portion compared to everything else that you're doing, mm-hmm. right? And so I think this will never, I could talk about this all day. <laughs> I'll try to rein myself in, but um, I always love We here. said we were going to try to keep our episodes to like an hour and 15, and we're going to have to cut some of this out yeah. <laughs> to be able to do the whole show. <laughs> I think we were just all having fun talking. Yeah. It, we we normally have like a, a guideline of what we're going to talk about, and we were just like, let's just talk about video <laughs> games. 
I, I never get talk I never get tired of reading about video games. I read I think you guys would both agree that I I typically know more about what's coming up in video games and like different video games, even if I don't play them. I feel like usually when we talk about video games, um, when it comes to news and stuff like that, I usually know what's going on. You catch on. that Tommy Head tell everybody reads. Look at me, I'm so smart. <laughs> or I listen to it. Um podcasts and stuff like that i don't i can't really rationalize it i just think it's always interesting i i read and listen more about video games than i actually play video games but um this question of whether or not you should play them as an adult i think it's fine as long as it's within a reasonable amount and there's things that i do now playing video games like talking about the social aspect of it like either if it's my my brothers or friends or somebody like that, that I'll talk to because I'm playing a video game with them online. And then also as a father now, like I've had these experiences with my daughter and I just see this different side of her that kind of lights up. And I'm not sure if anything else would bring it out as much as a video game. I it mean, it calls upon your imagination. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> and we read, we read books every day. We read books way more than we play video games and we watch movies together and talk about them. We listen and we draw, we do all these things together, but there's something about video games. Well, there's competition in video games. Yeah. There's <laughs> nothing better than beating dear old dad. <laughs> yeah. You know, you got to cheat to do so. And so just the, the few hours that I've spent playing video games with her alone is enough to make me think that it's okay. Beef real quick before we, hear your opinion on this i want to ask this before we forget what about people that watch people play video games like there's people that, like stream themselves playing video games and there's people that watch it like i mean yeah. i guess that's a form of entertainment like i guess there's people mm-hmm. who are listening to our dumb asses talk right now yeah but they're probably <laughs> doing something else while they do it. <laughs> yeah there's one I, game that drives me nuts and it's uh it's like a semi-driving simulator people play this game and they have like legitimate semi-driving setups. They have, like, the big steering wheel, and they've got their shifter and everything. And they have people that get on and literally watch them drive a semi across the country. They follow the speed limit. They, like, stop and get gas. Like, yeah. Aren't you talking get, they about yourself, get Brandon? No, no, I would not play this <laughs> I game. thought you built one of these setups. <laughs> no, that's Tom. Oh, that's Tom. Yeah, I'm actually sitting right next to it. His is for Forza. <laughs> But, oh, yeah, it's a steering wheel for a racing game. But these dudes, some ah. of these guys will play this semi-driving game for, like, 40 hours a week. And I'm like, why not go drive a real semi and get paid for it? <laughs> like, I understand if you're running over everybody and driving 90 or something, but they literally, like, use their turn signal, like, <laughs> trying not to get tickets. And I'm like, what's the point of this shit? They must be getting paid to play that then. That, and then that there's people to watch them. Job. Yeah. What I feel like that watching somebody else play video games is a whole other topic. Uh-huh. <laughs> it depends know? on what you're watching. I I can't watch those truck driver simulators. What do you think beef about adults playing video games though? I guess what's what were your final thoughts on it? Yeah, I mean I I think it's totally fine. Just you know, like we talked about, don't don't let it consume uh all of your time, I guess, and not get in the way of your other daily activities of your everyday life let me ask you guys this <laughs> 50 years from now when we're all 80 hopefully <laughs> hopefully we're all There's still by sweet ass video games <laughs> will we be will we be like hanging out and rocking chairs on the the porch of the nursing home <laughs> still playing video games and talking trash to each other i think answer is yes <laughs> yeah. well oh, yeah so like i said i haven't been playing many video games lately 
Play my music, Tom, because I've been out here grinding, getting shit done. So you ready? In a world where most men struggle with mediocrity, one man is on a journey to find greatness to be the best version of himself. That man is me, Brandon. Yeah, so I haven't been playing many video games lately, guys. I've been I've been doing other things, been trying to work out a little bit, been eating healthier. That's just been taking up some of my time. I'm only twenty pounds from getting back under the three hundred level mark, so All right. Yeah. Hey, still been eating Come. that strip steak. Uh this week I did uh beef ribs, which I'm not gonna do again. They weren't that great. <laughs> <laughs> I lazily cooked them in the oven while I was watching a movie. Um I should have done them on the smoker. You didn't but. do the the typical brand and yeah, tender they, loving care. They were not the tender loving care ribs. Okay. Those are normally pork ribs too. But So, sorry, Brandon, real quick. You say you're 20 pounds away from breaking 300. Yeah, that means 320 pounds. <laughs> 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 oh, that's right. Let me get my abacus out. Um, <laughs> you said you weren't good at math. I just wanted to give uh, our listeners a reminder. You were at 360 when we started about a month ago. Is that right? Mm, Roughly. Uh I don't believe so. I think I was at 350. Okay, so still 30 pounds in about a month. He continues a a, a very aggressive pace. I was at 385, I want to say. I've got a picture saved somewhere when I started all of this. So Okay. Yeah, so 65 pounds overall. Making progress. The, the best part is I'm completely off of my medicine. I'm oh, not really? going back on it either. This week my number stayed stayed good again. So, you've been checking your blood yeah. sugar, ish. Nice. <laughs> um, every now and then I check it. But you've been feeling good. Yeah, I feel great. Um, I have so much energy. I don't know if you can hear that through the podcast or not. Um, but I've been able to work more often because my body feels better. Um, you know, working a job that I'm on my feet all the time. It was pretty common for like the next day after like a week of work to like need a few hours the next day to like kind of let my feet and knees recuperate and to let your body recover. Yeah. Uh, now I can work like a double shift and come home and get some stuff done at nighttime and then like get up and go to work the next day and come home and like still feel like doing something Saturday night. So good, feeling a lot better. Um, doing some side hustle stuff and making a little bit of extra money, putting it away. So. Brain is just lighting it up. Yeah. <laughs> Making Man. changes out here. It's funny that we talk about video games and most of us Making haven't played moves. that video games that much. But <laughs> <laughs> we do realize there are more important things out there in the world. <laughs> Last week, I purchased... Oh, giving us an update on your portfolio, yeah, Brayden? I purchased, while we were, as Tom would say, live, which we weren't. Because <laughs> we've never been live. I always get confused about that. <laughs> I made a purchase of Shibu Inu. How much did we buy? 10 million shares? It was like $60 worth. Yeah. Um, 10 million, yep. So let's see. How much money did you make on that so far? Let's see. I think it was $64 that I purchased at, and it's worth $69.81 right now. So it's not growing a lot. Hey, that's better than the other direction. It's not gotten any smaller, though. You know what? The weight's going down, the portfolio's going up, and hey. what more could you ask for? We're still buying. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit every day. 
Brandon never stops. <laughs> I uh, I got a hundred dollar tip that are not at work, and I was like, okay, that's not normal normal tip money. So all that goes to crypto. <laughs> Brandon's grown a lot. Uh, <laughs> I think before that might have gone to a pair of shoes or something, but now he's investing it. I did talk about wanting a new pair of shoes. Day, <laughs> I was like, man, I want me a new pair of PF flyers. Some new uh, self tying shoes for you again to age myself right there. You know, I've never even worn them out of my house. I tried them on one time, and that's it. You paid a thousand bucks. I for thought those they were going to be worth something. No, I did not. No, I did not. I paid five hundred dollars yeah. for them. That's still a lot of money for a pair of I'm shoes. Ne- I, I have never paid a thousand a thousand bucks for shoes. Beef. That's crazy. <laughs> five hundred. That's normal. Yeah, that's completely normal. Well, maybe someday they'll be worth seven hundred. It'll be another good investment. Yeah, I'm probably going to wear them. <laughs> never mind. I held on to them for a whole year. Still nobody like has a pair. I've never seen a pair. Yeah. So only people that are like actual sneaker people are going to know what they are and be like, those are last year's model Airbus. is going to be like, dude, them things are pretty sweet. Oh, I, I did want to say too, I made as much money trading and doing side hustle shit this week as I did at my job. Really? Yeah. Wow. So. At your full-time job? Yeah. We keep that up for a couple of weeks and I might not have a full-time job. <laughs> a couple of weeks? <laughs> That's all it takes. <laughs> no, really. That is pretty cool. Like, like we've said, that I'm definitely the riskiest. <laughs> yeah. No, that's great. Making You made as much money from side hustles and trading as you did from your full-time wow. job. Yes. That's awesome. Uh, Beef, did you have a horse crap story this no week? No horse crap story this week, unfortunately. Not, okay. nothing, nothing exciting. Sorry, guys. Well, so, that's horse crap. <laughs> it is horse crap. You're denying our listeners beef. I know. I'm letting down the listeners. I'll... I'll have something good I'll next I'll tell you what week. else is horse crap. I asked Beef last week to get me a picture of him going to the fair or something to post on our Instagram page. And guess what he puts on Facebook today? A picture of him at the fair. Hey, that was on Friday. <laughs> we went Friday night. Was that the state fair? Uh, kind of like the state fair, yeah. Pretty small compared to like Indiana State Fair, but still a fair. Well, Tom, did you read any books this week? I know you're hoping I say yes. <laughs> <laughs> so excited for this. Can I cheat? And uh, I don't want to talk about a book the whole time, Ooh. but I will say, Brandon, did you know that you can listen to books? You don't have to read them yourself. <laughs> I don't know if that makes it any audio better. They, they're called audiobooks. Somebody else will read them to you. <laughs> There's these things called movies, and somebody like reads the book to you, and then they also put like cool pictures and stuff up there, like. Well, there's a. I'm gonna give beef. I guess since you didn't, you didn't have a horse crap story. I'm gonna cheat and give two, but I promise I'll make them quick. And I'll like, try have to, you seen the movie Top Gun? Danger yes. Zone. Would Would that be better in a book without Kenny Loggins in the background? Highway. No. You gotta put him in the audio book, of course. Seeing Splash Five, and planes blowing up, and. No, but you're talking about an action movie with fighter pilots and jets. I'm, sure and I'm just saying, I can't imagine <laughs> the, the book being better. In the audio book, don't they? <laughs> yeah, sometimes. Yeah. Well, beef. Uh, since you uh, didn't have a horse crap story, I'm gonna I'm gonna cheat and give two recommendations. Mm. But I promise, Brandon, I'll make them quick. One is a book, but don't totally mm. tune me out because it's related to what we talked about. It's called Console Wars. You can listen to the audiobook, Brandon, so somebody else will read it for you. Okay. <laughs> and uh, it's about the the war in the early '90s between Sega and Nintendo. Tom makes it sound like I can't read. I just choose not to. I know. <laughs> he always acts like it's such an old-fashioned struggle, like I'm walking down to the creek to fill up a bucket with water to do my Between, laundry. Uh, <laughs> I just feel like it's a typical tight-ass thing for Tom. Like The book is probably cheaper than the movie. That's probably why he reads. Uh, but this uh, 
Console Wars is the name of the book. There is a documentary for it, Brandon. So if you want, you can just watch the documentary. Well, um, I do like those. And uh, like I said, it's about Sega and Nintendo, the early 90s. Um, it's just anybody who, well, especially guys around our age who were young during that time will probably find it especially nostalgic. But uh, other people who are just interested in any sort of industry, it's really interesting the way these two companies battled with oh. each other. Um, and then the second one is, I, I'll make this quick too. Uh, we talked about video games this week. So the video game I'm going to talk about is called Unravel 2. I don't need to go into the details of what it is or what it's about, but I'll just say that I played it all the way through with both my wife and my daughter. It's not a super long video game. But uh, when you talk about video games, we talk about the technology, the people behind it, the story and the art. Like You can tell that whoever made this game was smart. They really cared about it. And it's just it's amazing the inventions people come up with with these gameplay mechanics. And so it was fun for me. It's a fun video game to play with somebody. You have to play it with somebody else. Um, but like I said, it brought out this different side of my daughter. The sound she made and the excitement she had for this video game. It's just something I'll never forget. And so uh, it's called Unravel oh. 2. Um, nice. If you like playing video games with other people, I would definitely check it out. And Brandon, you would like this. <laughs> or you would like that I noticed this. Uh, it gets it goes on sale sometimes for like five dollars. <laughs> it won't break the bank. Now we know why you picked. As long as it's not like uh, yeah. Animal Crossing, I'll give it a try. So it's definitely. Not I like think Animal we're Crossing. saying that like video games kind of keep you young, right? Is that kind of what we're getting at here? One of the things keep, they do, keeps yeah. The mind and brain. The story young. pertains to this. The story pertains nothing to this episode, but it was something cool that I saw this week and wanted to share it. So I wait tables at a local restaurant. And I had this table come in, and they were celebrating two of the ladies' birthdays at the table. One was 89, and one was 91. And everybody at the table got a Grand Patron margarita, <laughs> which is a $12 margarita, which I thought was awesome. And the birthday girl asked for an extra shot of Patron for hers because it wasn't strong enough. <laughs> and uh, one of the other ladies had three of them while they were there. And, like, they were laughing and, like, having a good time. And it was just, like, I'm not saying, like, be a drunk or anything but like <laughs> it was really awesome to see like you know a lady who's 91 and she was like out enjoying herself on her birthday like she was still like you know glad to be alive and was still out making memories and and it just made me happy because i was like you know you see people get to that age and they're like really grumpy and drooling into a yeah cup. or that or just like you know i don't I'm just lucky to be alive at this point. And, yeah. you know, if they're breathing, they're okay with it. And this lady was, like, so much more than that. She was, like, telling jokes and, like, laughing. And, I mean, granted, she still was sharp and had all of her faculties. And some people at that age don't. But the moral of the story was, you know, it was just nice to see someone, like, of that age, like, happy to be mm -hmm. here. Mm -hmm. and, I, and I think that's one of the things that, like, video games do for me is, you know, as a person who's much as I hate to say it, getting older, <laughs> um, I think I still feel young when I play a video game. Um, yeah, with all the alcohol they drank, I bet they didn't have to soak their dentures that night. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> that was my takeaway from it. <laughs> it looks like he's so disappointed in his decision to do a podcast with me right now. <laughs> no, they do. They do make you feel young. Um, like, I don't, if, if me and you went to play a football game right now, we'd Realize we weren't 18 anymore. <laughs> yeah. But man, when I'm playing video games, I still feel yeah, I still feel like a kid. I can still do that as good as I ever did. Let's get the NCAA the football few things, out. I'll play you guys online. 
You done forgot that play now. <laughs> oh, I'll find it fast though. I, I remember what it looks like. I have a feeling <laughs> I have a feeling he's he probably got a rope down somewhere. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think uh young at heart is a good way mm-hmm. to it, it like keeps the kid alive. The kid alive. <laughs> it keeps the kid inside you alive in some ways, doesn't it? I wish there were cheat codes for, for real life, like Grand Theft Auto. I don't know if you guys either one ever played like Grand Theft Auto yeah. back in the day, but there was like an infinite money code and like a infinite clothes code and an infinite health. You could choose like any like car you, you wanted. Like L1, yeah, like L1, R1, R2, X, and then like a Ferrari yeah. would fall out of the sky. <laughs> like, and that's something that you don't do in video games anymore either. Like everybody did cheat codes back in the mm-hmm. day, and they were like, they sold books on them. There were websites on them, yeah. and you use a cheat code now, and you get, like, shadow banned, and like a little ping pops up on your thing and says, you're no longer allowed to play. Yeah, well, before it wasn't really cheating. It was just sort of like... It was still cheating. Well, you know? not, but you weren't playing though. against other people, and yeah, people right, weren't making yeah. money from it. Yeah. But It was a different way to play the game, pretty much. So. so, overall, I'm saying play video games. I don't care how old you are, as long as you're doing it responsibly like anything else. Beef, do you, I feel like that's a good way to wrap it up. Do you have anything you want to add on top of that? Mm, no, I, yeah, I think Brandon said it very nice. You know, you enjoy playing video games, keep doing it, and you know, live a happy life. If you could put in any cheat code right now, Beef, what would it be? Infinite hair. <laughs> hey, <laughs> come on, Tom. <laughs> I'm not that far behind that you, Beef. Low blow. <laughs> Sorry, we could take that out. <laughs> I thought it was pretty funny. <laughs> I'm not that far behind you, though, Beef. <laughs> I, I, no, what would you pick, Beef? Oh, would you drop a Ferrari out of the sky, or would you pad your bank account? Maybe uh, infinite athletic ability. Ooh. Yeah, I like that one. What about you, Tom? Infinite energy. <laughs> infinite energy? <laughs> you drink enough coffee already. I would say, I would say infinite dollars, <laughs> and I would see if I could spend infinite amount of money. <laughs> if anybody could do it, it would be me. <laughs> It'd be Brandon. Is that it for episode six? I think that's it for episode right. six. If you made it this far, we really appreciate it. Tune in next week because we're making episode seven. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting over that hump. Well, that's it for the BBT show this week, guys. Thanks for checking in. Check back next week. See what we got to talk about. This is Brandon. Out. Peace. <laughs>